Oh, yeah. Look at that, baby. That's where we are here at Boyne Mountain. And you know what? Ironically, when you're looking at these snow shots, that's not what we're having today. But I did take a look at the weather. I think our high today is right around 50 degrees. But tomorrow, there's this huge, really high winds coming in. And then right after that on Friday, the temperatures are going to be where they should be. I'm going to say they're going to plummet, but it's where they should be. For example, Sunday, the high is 28. The low is 26. But snow is coming on Saturday. So I'm not sure if we're going to be able to fly out of here tomorrow because of the, the wind speeds that they are expecting. And I cannot wait. What's going on, folks? Welcome. As we are just mentioned to you, broadcasting live from Boyne Mountain. This is our last day up here in this winter wonderland. And the shot you're looking at there that Andrew's put on the screen, that's a live shot from the webcam looking at yeah, it's dark. It, you can tell there's a storm coming. But I can also tell you what's coming up on the show today. I just grabbed it over here. Chef Jeff. If I hold this this way, Dom, you tell me. I don't want to spill any of it. This is Venice and Chile. I know, Dom, this is going to drive you insane, the segment that we have coming up in a few minutes, because Chef Jeff brought this and whatever goodies he has in store. Love having him on the show with us when we're here at Boyne. So we'll be talking about that and more coming up in just a little bit. Dom, are you jealous yet? Oh, that smells great. Of course I'm jealous. I'm not, but it, it's it's more... It's, it's the annoyance, like blind in anger. It's like blind yeah. anger and yeah. rage. Not so yeah. much as, <laughs> not so much as like, oh, I'm not there. It's more like, oh. What angers anger. Dom about it is that <laughs> I am here doing this. As Dom likes to say, I could eat a cardboard box and go, that was really delicious. And meanwhile, we have the chef right here, Chef Jeff, bringing these it's items wasted. out and laying. This whole this whole segment is wasted on Matt Adams. Oh, what is it? What is this? Is this grits? No, it's venison chili. You idiot! <laughs> I don't even know what grits are. I've heard rumor that grits is like squished up corn, but I'm not sure. If grits oh is squished up corn, where's the little yellow stuff? Ah, it's so embarrassing. Move on. This is infuriating. That's why we do it. All right. As I mentioned to you, we cannot wait to talk about all the things that wrap up our trip up here during this very special time of year at Boyne. BoyneGolf.com, though, is where you can start to work on and eventually wrap up the plans for your golf trip coming up in 2022. And we've been emphasizing it all week. We always do when we're up here in fairness, but it's of particular note this year because demand is so high that there are two benefits that you'll get from making your efforts right now. One is you'll get on the golf courses that you want to get on because they will fill. The T-sheet's going to fill. And two, you're going to get the best rates, whether you're talking about accommodations or whether you're talking about uh, tee times, et cetera. And we're going to get into that too. Ken Griffin's going to be joining us a little bit later on in the program. Interesting article came out, uh, this was yesterday, from Dan Rappaport at GolfDigest.com. The PIP explained PGA Tour reveals details on its controversial new program and he writes since news of its existence went public in april the pga tours 40 million player impact program has been something of a punching bag its detractors bemoan pip as if it as it came to be known as concrete evidence of professionals golf's impending shift away from meritocracy towards guaranteed money it's been labeled a thinly veiled attempt by the tour to appease superstars in the face of legitimate competition and which, first of all, I'm going to step away from there for a second. It's been labeled as a thinly veiled attempt by the tour to appease superstars in the face of legitimate competition. Why does it have to be presented as a thinly veiled attempt? Isn't that exactly what it is? And if sport, just like any other field at, 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 a, at a business level, is competition against other people that want to take a piece of your marketplace, why does it have to be treated as though it's something that's wrong? It's not a thinly veiled attempt. Maybe the tour doesn't want it to, to be to come out and say that's exactly what it is, but if everyone sees it as exactly what it is, what's wrong with that? All right, back to York. And perhaps the most damning accusation of all, as if the other one was, it's what unnecessarily perpetuated the Brooks, Kepka, Bryson, DeChambeau feud throughout the summer in the fall, which I disagree with. I think that was based on two people that legitimately, at least one of them, didn't like the other. Uh, back to the article. The PGA Tour has stayed silent on its controversial new program until now, that is. To better understand how PIP works, Golf Digest spoke with Andy Pazder, the PGA Tour's chief tournament and competitions officer who helped spearhead the project. While he would not divulge who will be taking home the $8 million grand prize, Smart Money says it's 
a man who did not play a single PGA Tour event this year. Pazder did provide details on the program, who's eligible, what the payment structure looks like, and how it fits into the tour's larger goals. First of all, what is the PIP anyway? Simply stated, quote, it's a program designed to reward players who have had the biggest positive impact on our business, end quote, according to Pazder. Literally speaking, it's a $40 million fund of money earmarked for the top 10 finishers of an internal PIP points list, PIP, which uh, uses five criteria to rank tour players based on how much attention they bring to the game. It was ratified by the tour's board in March 2020 and went into effect in January 2021. The list will refresh at the beginning of each calendar year and is not tied to the tour's wraparound tournament schedule. Why now? It's a great question, and the timing is hard to ignore. Pastor uh, said that the tour had held internal discussions about creating a program like PIP for years. Its start in 2021 coincides with discussions surrounding the potential rise of two upstart leagues, one surfacing from the Greg Norman-led LIV, or Live Golf Investments, which is pumping money into the Asian tour to the tune of about $200 million, the other known as the Premier Golf League, which hopes to team ify golf under the pga tour umbrella while it's not clear what the saudi-backed liv or live golf investments ultimate vision is norman confirmed to golf digest that a significant portion of the 200 million dollar investment will go towards player appearance fees which are prohibited on the pga tour a number of stars including bryson DeChambeau, phil mickelson Dustin Johnson, Xander Shoffley, I've all committed to February Saudi International and are surely being paid handsomely to do so. Remember, the Saudi International is no longer a part of what's now called the DP World Tour, the former European Tour. It is part of the Asian Tour. Now, the PGL has discussed a payment structure that does indeed reward higher finishes but pays all participants. This then would seem to be a mechanism for guaranteeing the very biggest names in the game, a hefty payday, even if their on-course form takes a dip. Next question. How are the PIP rankings determined? Pazder emphasized the objective nature of the rankings, suggesting that given its subjective nature of popularity, the tour felt strongly about creating a system that filters out bias, is trackable in real time and relatively easy to understand. A player's score is determined by five total components that are all worth 20% of the overall mark as follows. Google searches, how many times a player's name is searched for. Players will only receive credit for searches related to them, so Adam Scott won't benefit simply from having the same name as the actor. Uh, it's Meltwater Mentions, tracks how often a player is mentioned across global media. MVP Index, a measure of a player's reach on social media. Nielsen Score, how often a player is featured on the television broadcast. Q-score, a decades-old measure of an entity's familiarity and appeal. Notably, none of the five criteria are directly related to a player's on-course performance, although an informed player will certainly be featured more often on broadcast and in Google searches. Who is eligible? Any PGA Tour player, get this, who has played five or more events in the current season or five or more events in at least one of the preceding five seasons. Tiger Woods then, yeah, is eligible to win the 2021 grand prize and will be eligible through 2024, even if he never plays a tour event again. Interesting, isn't it, that that would also almost finish right on top of when he would be able to join the PGA Tour champions. From the point when a player retires or isn't physically eligible to play, there is a trailing period of five years when they can still benefit from this program, and that's by design. It's a reward for being a great ambassador of the game and remaining visible, end quote, from Andy. How is the money distributed? The $40 million fund for 2021 will be split as follows. Winner gets $8 million. Second gets $6 million. Uh, three through six get $3.5 million. Seven through 10 get $3 million. The 11th place finisher will receive no money from the pool. The overall prize fund will increase to $50 million in 2022 with the winner taking home $10 million. Who will, how will we know who wins? The tour plans to distribute the list of the top 10 winners to its membership in mid to late February. And while that list will not be made public, that's something I don't quite understand. But nonetheless, the list will not be made public. There is little doubt, they say, that the information eventually will find its way to the media. Does the money come in a lump sum? This is another interesting part of this. Players will be paid in two parts, but only after satisfying 
two requirements. The first half will be delivered after a player attends a mutually agreed upon sponsor function. This can take the form of media interviews, a dinner party, a Q&A, a golf outing, etc. The second half comes after the player plays in a mutually agreed upon tournament on the PGA Tour schedule. The tour could use this rule to drive interest in a lagging tournament or to help a player satisfy his requirement to play at least one new event defined as a tournament he has not played in the last four seasons each year. Uh, Quoting again, it can be a number of things. It could be sponsor related or we're running a campaign and it makes sense for us to have a specific player there. End quote. Is this a step on the road towards appearance fees uh, at tour events, as previously noted, the PGA Tour does not currently permit a tournament to pay players an appearance fee, and Pazder said that is not likely to change anytime soon. Quoting, we still want the vast majority of our interesting vast majority of our players' earnings to be based upon performance. We think that's a unique aspect of our sport. It's a differentiator for us. Is there a day ever when we will allow appearance fees? I don't see it happening. The way our business model works. We're a very sponsor-centric sport. We rely heavily upon our title sponsor base, our official marketing partner base, and our media revenue, which is our largest source of revenue. We want all these constituents investing in the tour, which allows us to provide $838 million in player allocations for next season, as opposed to the tournaments themselves or the title sponsor uh, doing side deals with players, end quote. Can a player check where he stands on the PIP race? Yes, players can receive a detailed breakdown of their standings throughout the year. They will not, however, be able to obtain information on where any other player ranks. Does the tour care whether a player's coverage slash attention is positive or nature? Yes and no. Pazder said fears that a player might purposely act out to drive up his PIP score are unwarranted. The tour does not hold the authority, however, to nullify a player's score in a certain category in extreme cases. According to Pazder, the PIP is part of the tour's growing effort to aid its membership in off-course business opportunities. The tour recently launched a player partnership program headed by Dan Glad that seeks to help players market themselves to potential sponsors and in some cases, to connect sponsors with potential ambassadors. The tour has accumulated data on how much uh, players are paid for a a varying number of agreements. How much does a 30-year-old with X number of PGA Tour wins and X number of social media followers charge for the logo on his hat, his bag, his left sleeve that it intends to share with its members? The tour will also provide players with dollar amount values for the exposure they receive through the tour's media channels, including broadcasts and digital media content quoting we have no desire to replace what agents do we view the program as complementary or supplementary to what a player's representative is doing and if a company comes to us and they're interested in sponsoring professional golfers we can customize a program for them do that one as a headliner or do what they want uh, with mid-level people we have uh, the data now to filter by age by availability on a player's shirt or sleeve or golf bag. And if a player is doing any contract negotiation, we can aim them and their representatives by giving them this data, end quote. Really interesting stuff on the PIP program. I'm curious what you guys think. It isn't, again, I'm going to go back to, to where I started with my observations on this. And that is that how, that why or how this PIP program is being presented as something perhaps nefarious or hidden behind the shadows. I do hope that they provide the information publicly instead of not making it public. Uh, I don't see any problem with the fact that if it's clearly an attempt to keep their stars, a.k.a. Tiger Woods, involved in the PGA Tour, either in their waning years of competition or when there is competition from the outside, uh, seemingly waving dollars at these players and saying, coming over here and we're going to pay you a lot of money. If the tour has found a way to keep these players engaged, if the tour clearly benefits from the exposure that these superstars give the tour, and this is a way to reward them, I don't have a problem with that. I have seen the criticism from people at large saying, geez, that kind of money could have uh, given a lot more opportunities for young players that are trying to get into the game. But, you know, if you talk to any of the old timers, Uh, around the game of golf, talking about people that competed from back in the day to today, whenever they hear people complain about a lack of opportunity for people who are just starting out, they have the same answer, and that is simply play better. Uh, And play better provides the opportunities on their own. You have to claw your way and grind your way to the top. And if you have a personality that supports this type of a program, that's the way and that's the reason why these programs exist. Does it help to ward off competition from the outside? I think so. 
We'll be back with more on the Fairways of Life show. When we come back, Chef Jeff is going to join us. We're going to talk about some of these wonderful things that he has brought us. We're live from Boyne Mountain. Stay with us. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tee times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours, and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles. And they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. It screams, it tracks, it's soft, it reacts. It is the Bridgestone Tour B with a game-changing reactive cover designed to spring faster off your driver and stick longer to your wedges. Try Bridgestone's Tour Bs, the Tour Ball Reinvented. Even though we're in Texas, we don't believe that bigger is always better. At Ben Hogan Golf, we believe in something called micromanufacturing, a concept Mr. Hogan taught us long ago. It's a belief that handcrafting golf clubs one at a time to your exacting specifications is the reason we make some of the best quality and best performing equipment in the world. And we don't believe in big prices. That's why we only sell directly to you at BenHoganGolf.com. Let me ask you a question. Are you in pain on the golf course? You know, pain management is a crisis in America. It affects over 100 million people and 35% of golfers, but now we can do something about it. BioFit 360 is a new company here to help us manage and alleviate that pain naturally. They've developed a formula that safely extracts CBD from the hemp plant and utilizes all of its healing properties to help us. They have a relief cream, they have gummies, they have sleep aids, and much more. It will change the way you feel on the golf course and in life. All you need to do is head to BioFit360.com. Feel better, do better, be better. Streamsong is so special with three top 100 U.S. courses designed by four legendary architects. Tom Doak's Blue Course, Bill Core and Ben Crenshaw's Red Course, and Gil Hansen's Black Course. Secluded by thousands of acres, the greatest golf stories are lived, not told. Streamsongresort.com Created without the constraints of time or money, PXG Golf Clubs are the most technologically advanced available today. And they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know. PXG. Nobody builds golf clubs the way we do, period. Log on to pxg.com. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show. From wherever around the world you are watching us or listening to us today, we're getting messages coming in from all over the world. Yeah, that's Donna's camera work right there. That's what the, I was going to tell you that this is the segment that I know you guys have been waiting for. It, but it's, I don't know if it is. It's a segment that I've been waiting for. <laughs> Chef Jeff Minkwink is joining us right now. Minkwick. What kind of name is that? It's Polish. Is it a Polish name? Mm, they shortened it somewhere, probably on Ellis Island or something. So yeah, that her her grandfather came through Ellis Island. And he was Oka Johansson, and they were like, "Welcome to New York, John Johnson." Yeah, I think I'm Minkiewicz. Do, do, uh, up here in in this part of Michigan, is there kind of a, a Polish culture? And actually, right in Boyne Falls, right here, we're we're in it. And so they they have the the big Polish festival every year. Oh, that's and, cool. Yeah. And does that influence your culinary choices at times? Um, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Culturally we'll, we'll, or we'll, heritage or whatever. We'll put some, we'll put some pierogies out there, or do some kind of guampkis or, you know, some kielbasa. You know, 
I love it. Now, you brought some goodies. Let's just jump right into this because you brought some really cool stuff. What are we looking at? Uh, let's Well, let's start with the breakfast side of things. Uh, we have a meat lover's omelet that uh, uh, that we serve over in Everett's restaurant with some uh, fresh hash browns. Um, and then we go into uh, Belgian waffles. Uh, we have uh, four little individual Belgian waffles served with a little bacon and some sausage. Um, and then uh, I, I actually made this at home to bring it in. Um, but I, I brought a lot so that we can run it over the next few days. So um, some venison chili. You uh, did that because of us, and I, you, now you're going to feature it. I did. <laughs> I did. Well, you know, I remember the promise that we made in the summer that you know that was that was a uh, I was I was bound and determined. So it looks fantastic. Hand me the hand me the venison chili. This one, right? I'm going to try. I got a spoon. There you go. And then and then Ken's coming on with his Essex. Ken, you got to come over here and try one of these little waffles. <laughs> What? Come on over here. Try one of those little waffles. I saw you attack a, a, a pancake the other day. This waffle is nothing for you. All right. Can you can you see Donna? Show show Ken with with his efforts. This is great. Just pick it up and eat it. What? How come? How can you show? How, why? Why would you be so so demure today? And the other day you lived. You were like a wolf. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I love it. All right. I'm gonna try this while he's doing. Uh, this venison chili looks incredible. All right, Dom, jump in. I know you're dying to ask questions. I, I can't even see Dom, and I know he's out there going, <laughs> what? Well, the, the questions I have are quite simple, uh, Chef. The first question is, what is the waffle cabin? Tell me everything about it and how I can get involved. Oh, the, well, the waffle cabin, That's uh, um, we have a, a gentleman that, that, that has a, a, a business that works alongside with Boeing, and uh, he makes these waffles, and it's not a batter like you would normally see in a, in a household. Uh, it's a dough, and they have this beautiful dough that they, they press uh, a, a, into a waffle, basically, and then uh, you have, you know, usually the, the, the favorite is everybody pours chocolate sauce over the top of it. So, Oh, this is fantastic. But they're, they're warm, oh and they're God. freshly made, and made, they're made to order, so. Dom was with us, when, if you remember, when we were out sitting by the lake with you and having this conversation last time. I'm curious when, when you have, I mean, a meat lover's omelet and, and the hash browns and, and the waffles way you have set up, it's definitely different with this venison chili. Do you change the culinary options based upon the season, especially now that we're in the holiday season? Some of them we do. We also try to, we try to limit our, our changes because there's still favorites on the menus, on each menu. So, you know, we take things that are, are or summary and put them on the summer menu, take them off during the wintertime. And uh, in fact, we've just broke out um, our new menus and uh, we have another one going out today. I think Everett's is going to put a new menu out today. So, And what would those, uh, give me an example, like we said, items that would be summary versus something to be putting out now. Um, for instance, um, something like a, um, a stroganoff, you know, if you, if you have some kind of a heavy, creamier, um, noodly, you know, um, something along those lines, great for wintertime. Good stick to the ribs kind of food this is so good good to stick to the ribs kind of food i love that yeah is the stroganoff going on everett's today no it actually stroganoff is on 40 acres so i love 40 acres too yeah, you have a, a white job. bean chili there yep chicken chili yep. and is that something you keep on all the time because of popularity we do we do that's yeah, it you know it's uh it's we have not taken ever taken it off the menu since since we uh we opened 40 acres. Give me that omelet over there i'm gonna, I'm gonna test this thing for, for dominic and for the world <laughs> for dominic it is so Dang good. All of it is so good. Now, this weekend, kind of, I, I, I still have I this so. one. You keep yeah. that in case you want to try some. This weekend, do you try all your stuff? Um, yes. I, at least I smell it. I, I taste it. And... Why did you answer me with like a bit of guilt when I asked that question? <laughs> I, of course I do. You know, and the bad part is, is I'm my worst critic. So, I, you know, I don't like, I, I, my wife is my best critic. You know, she, she, she will... Um, she'll tell me if, if it's good or not. She's straight up with it. So. Dude, I, what I'm trying to figure out is, first of all, I don't think you ever stop working. A. No. I remember asking you one of these years why I asked, I don't know. And I said, like, how much do you sleep at night? You were like, I pretty much don't. I fall asleep in a chair. <laughs> and now you come in and tell us that you made this venison chili at home, but you decided to make so much that you could, you could actually put it on a menu. How big is the... I, I, I probably made... Uh, I, I made a 10-pound a a batch of venison chili. So. At home, though. At this ho is just home. you, like, like shuffling around the house, like, oh, I'm going to make 10 pounds of venison chili. Well, well we've been, we've been kind of, you know, as far as work goes, and, and as I said, opening up some of the, the restaurants, have been kind of busy not being in the kitchen, doing more, you know, more things, uh, trying to get, get everybody the things that they need to open the restaurants and whatnot. So. Because of getting everything up to speed again. Right. This weekend... 
I know it was busy last weekend, but this weekend's going to be madness, isn't yes, it? Our house counts are looking good. Um, it looks like we're going to hit the ground running tomorrow and, uh, or not tomorrow, this Saturday and then, uh, and go all the way through till, till the first part of January. And then it'll lighten up a little bit, but it, 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 it stays, keeps us busy for the foodies out there like Dom or, or, or people, perhaps even young people that are interested in going into the field. How important is it with your ability to handle just pure raw logistics on top of the artistry of making this food? It, you know, I think a lot of, a lot of people think that a chef does nothing but cook, but um, it, there's, there is a lot of logistics to it. There's a lot of pricing, costing, uh, menu development, um, you know, having a good menu mix, things that, you know, you don't want, you don't want all steak on a menu. You don't want all, you know, it does, it can't be an all protein menu. It's going to, you've got to, you've got to mix it up a little bit. And, uh, you know, we're, we're starting to incorporate more things like, like vegan options and, 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 uh, gluten-free options because that's, that's basically what, what the uh, uh the clientele is, is demanding. So. How many if I, if I ask you a question like you tell me, you tell me what it is, bread, but ro- loaves of bread or hot dog or hamburger rolls, things like that that you must go through with all these restaurants in a year. It, you know, I, I we 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 do go through a lot. It just depends on what time of the year. I mean, you know, right now we we actually we opened up a, a national Coney truck, which was kind of a fun thing. That we oh, did. I saw it yesterday. That was really cool. During well, during COVID, it kind of brought us into the the, the realm of of to go food. So, you know, uh, it, things are a little different last winter um, compared to what they are this winter. Um, you know, we're, we're back to being open again. We're back to having, you know, full service dining again. And, it, and it's, a, it's a good feeling. Um, but we learned a lot. You know, we learned a lot um, about how to do things right to go. I mean, for sure. It's fascinating stuff, especially this time of year when we're, we're talking about the holidays coming and you've got the Christmas trees everywhere and all the rest. Is there a particular food item, be it a dessert or, or a main or what have you, that you were excited about having back on the, on the menu? You know, I, I would probably say, you know, we're, we actually did something a little different for Stein Erickson's this year. We're going to, we're going to do the old version of a, of similar to a carpet bagger filet, except for a carpet bagger has an oyster stuffed inside the filet. Um, but we're going to stuff it with crab meat, wrap it with applewood, smoked bacon, and do it with a nice fresh veal demi glaze. And, you know, Dominic, so. are you listening to this? So, so that's a, that's, that's kind of one, a new item that we're putting on the menu. So it all excites me because, you know, we have chefs that are just so creative and each one has their own creative mind. And so when it comes to menu tasting, it's, it's exciting for me to sit down and say, Hey, this is, you know, this is a good, or this is a, you know, maybe we should tweak this a little. You because know? we have the, the pleasure of talking to you in both seasons in the season that lies ahead. And we, I keep on using like this weekend as, as the demarcation and I realize it is big, but you've got months of, of this winter wonderland. What's the biggest challenge that you face? You know, um, I would say just staying consistent, you know, making sure that we're, you know, we're the same thing for, cause we have, we have return visitors being ski pass holders and, and whatnot. So, you know, having, having the, the same product every time they come in and want to, you know, and get it the same way every time, that's our biggest challenge, especially as long and dragged out as this season can be, you know, the winter being Northern Michigan, you know, we, it, this is what we're up here for. Most and golf. <laughs> most important question i've ever asked chef jeff ever you're coming in for dinner mm-hmm. what are you going to eat off your own menu you know i'm a i'm a i'm a tough one you know i mean i i, I go into a restaurant and i'm so i look at men i look at menus i'm the last guy to order uh because well I, that's understandable yeah you know, but but i always i always look for the, the oddest item or something that just you know i i, I could sit down and eat and in fact my boss even says to it's almost to a fault i'll, I'll eat calamari for instance in 40 acres because they do such a nice job with it um and uh but i'll order it you know for lunch you know half the time that we go in you know but it's it's just some of the things that i know that we do well that we do really well and um and i i, I kind of stick to the to what i what i like well i'm, I'm going to tell you this i'm going to bring dom back in again because he deserves this and dominic you're such a foodie and he's 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 really good at cooking and but it's a bit of a curse in my observation. He has trouble eating other people's food because it'd be like, ah, you know, uh, the, the, the flambe was too flammy or whatever he, he throws at us. Dom, is that, is that accurate? Is that fair? Um, not entirely. I, I'm not sure if the chef feels this way, but I'll tell you what I do when I'm going to order at a restaurant. Nine times out of ten, what I like looking for, chef, is I look for items that I would not normally cook. Something that's Correct. very challenging, something that's 
you know, like a sous vide item that's roasted or braised over a day or two, something that I don't normally traditionally cook or have time to cook that you know is going to be delicious. And I'm sure there's plenty with all the various dining options that you guys have there. There's probably all kinds of things on your menu that the, the home cook could do, quote unquote, but would very rarely, if ever, do it. That's the kind of stuff I like to order. Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a good way to look at it. I I agree with that. I agree with you on that one. So, for sure, Donna just took the rest of the food. <laughs> good for you. It's you know, you know, the only thing you didn't talk to him about, Matt. You know what you didn't talk about is you didn't talk about that breakfast buffet. I was late for one of my tea times because of that thing. <laughs> where which, which buffet are you talking about, Don? What where were we? At, we were at, uh, when we were staying at the Inn at Bay Harbor. Oh, Inn at uh, Bay Harbor. I, I I forgive me. I forget the name of the room. The huge sort of almost ballroom sized place that's Sagamore. got the buffet there. Sagamores, you said. Where's the Sagamores? Have you said? Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. That buffet is incredible. I don't know if you remember, Matt, but you left. We were all eating at a table. There was like eight of our group were together. We were eating breakfast, and everybody left me there because I was still eating. And you guys were like, Shocking. all right, I'm going to make the tea time. Oh, I'm going to catch you there. I'm going to go here. And I'm just sitting there. And I'm like, all right, well, uh, I'll catch up to you guys. <laughs> I'm going back for another plate of bacon. It's beautiful. <laughs> for people that are they're planning, you, you, you talked about the golf and how important it is, obviously, yeah. too. So, And in this forum where we're reaching golfers from around the United States and from around the world, and we're encouraging them, start planning now because of demand. Uh, can, can someone customize a menu if, if they have a, a group coming in, uh, whatever size yeah. that they can work with you guys? Absolutely. You know, um, that's, that's never a problem. You know, as long as you, you don't come in on Wednesday and Thursday, you want me to do it. We can sure. we'll shoot for it. But, sure. Uh, Although I think you'd be cooking little, it at home. if, if you, <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with a little heads up, we can do just about anything. So, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, BoingGolf.com is, is the website that we've been promoting to people. BoingMountain.com here where we are this week. Are those the best two forums to kind of get things started, get everything rolling? Yeah, I think so. I think so. You know, um, you know, it, it's funny that we talk about, you know, getting ready for golf now, which is, which is absolutely what our mindset is, is, yeah. you know, we're, we're already starting to think summer we, you know, even if with the staff that we're putting in now, we're, we're thinking long-term with them and going into rolling into the summer season. And once we, you know, once we get through next weekend and to the first of the year, we'll start planning menus again for summertime. So it's awesome. It is yeah. great to see you. My Same, friend. Here. Same here. Happy always. holidays to you. Same Thank to you. you so much. Thank you for the much food that you brought us. This, this is wonderful. When we come back, we're going to continue down this pathway of getting you ready for your golf for 2022. Plus we have final results in the poll that we ran on Tiger Woods and his most impressive feat. And we'll have air times for this weekend. So, you know, when you can see Tiger stay with us. If I told you legends like Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross have designed and inspired more than 10 breathtaking courses and they're all in one place, would you believe me? Where is this special place? How far do I have to travel for this golfing nirvana? The answer could both surprise and delight you. It's right around the corner in the heartland of the country. It's Boyne Golf in Northern Michigan. It's a destination so special, so unique, that you'll think you're playing golf on a work of art along the cliffs of the Monterey Peninsula or the raw sweeping landscapes of Scotland. From elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled golf vacation experience. Log on to BoyneGolf.com and see why they're at the heart of America's summer golf capital. Come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly French Lick Springs Hotel, where there's something for everyone, from kids' fest to shopping, bowling, golf, and other outdoor activities. Or at the West Baden Springs Hotel, you can wrap yourself in old-world elegance, visit our luxurious spa, indulge in an afternoon tea, a historic tour, and multiple sophisticated dining options. Then, finish your day with a cozy carriage ride before turning in for sweet dreams. Only this isn't a dream. Visit FrenchLick.com to plan your vacation today. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with TheGolfTravelGroup.com. Want to get ball fit like the pros? Now it's easy. Just grab your phone and a friend and have them record a video of you hitting a drive. 
Hello, Senior Tour. I've absolutely smoked that. <laughs> anyway, submit your video to BridgestoneGolf.com. You'll receive an email showing your stats and the best tour B for your game. So get fit and get better. Sweet. You got me on a good day. Ireland is home to over 400 courses, including a third of the world's natural links and a selection of exceptional championship courses in amazing locations, as well as hosting the prestigious Ryder Cup, Solheim Cup, and the Open. Experience golf like you never have before from Royal Port Rush, Royal County Down, Port Marnock, Le Hinch, Valley Bunyan, or Lee. Let yourself be embraced by the culture and history and feel the warmth of the Irish people who will make you feel as though you have not left home, but returned to it. For more information, log on to Ireland.com. Let's face it, there's no better feeling than getting new golf gear. And where you get your golf gear matters. PJ Tour Superstore is America's number one golf retailer. Whatever you're looking for, they have it. And you can get custom fit. You can shop online or safely in their stores. At the PJ Tour Superstore, you'll always find golf's biggest brands and all the latest equipment right at your fingertips. If you need it or want it, they've got it. Log on to PGATourSuperstore.com to upgrade your game today. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show from wherever around the globe you're joining us. It's so neat doing this show, and we're getting messages from around the United States, obviously our primary market, but then they come in from around the world as well. And we will continue doing this. We love doing the digital show. The numbers that we did in the year that, that has been have been staggering way more than what we ever would have expected to the tune of just under 10 million views. Uh, but we have a big announcement that we're going to be making in the coming days. And the only thing we would ask you to do is subscribe to our YouTube channel because that's where we're going to release the announcement first. So you guys know, know what we're doing and where we're doing it. It's Ken Griffin who's joining us uh, sitting next to me. He's director of golf sales and marketing here at Boeing Golf. So please make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel so you see that as soon as it's out there. We want you guys to be aware of it so you know that everything that we have going on, everything that's going on here continues to be fantastic. I love the way I know for us because we show up, right? It's It seems like a, a, a switch. It, you just flip it and it goes from – an incredible destination for golf, which we were here, what, not that long ago? Three months ago. Yeah, and now you've got these, I'm looking at these slopes. I'm looking at, it's not 9 o'clock yet, but there's someone coming down. It must be one of the patrollers, patrollers or, or, and, and they're just ripping down that hill as we speak down that run. It, it, do you guys get the same feeling or because you see it coming on and you see all the work that goes in behind it, is it different? Well, no, I think it's the teamwork. I mean, if I go, and you go back to why Everett originally wanted to, ha- to add a summer sport, because he started as the a founder, ski. yeah, yeah, as, as the founder, is he wanted good people and wanted to be able to employ them year round and let them enjoy their passions and share their passions with the guests that were coming up. And here we are today, and same things going on, even more so. Popularity now is it is it post COVID kind of people are breaking out and they want to get out and they want to do stuff. Yeah, I mean, we had limitations last year. Jeff, Chef Jeff spoke to it as far as the food and beverage and, and even on the lodging side a little bit. And a lot of those are, are reduced. I mean, we're still very careful um, of, with everything that we're doing. But, um, you know, fortunately, two of the sports that are big attractors here, ski and golf, um, we have been allowed to do it. It gets everybody outdoors. Sure. And they, they've enjoyed great years, as we have had, too, um, I almost hate to say it during COVID, but it was a great opportunity for people to get out, uh, share time with family, maybe, and friends that they weren't able to do in other, in other avenues. And uh, we were happy to provide that opportunity. And these opportunities continue to get better and better from, from our standpoint of coming up yesterday. Uh, Andrew, you know the, the webcam you have that shows the back of, uh, of the clock tower building that we're in, and, and it showed the, the chalet, you call it chalet Edelweiss. Uh, we had some video of it over the last couple of days. The other, the other webcam, Andrew, from this one, that one's very cool because it shows you the runs that we're looking at. But this, this chalet Edelweiss that's right next to us that looks like something right out of Bavaria, uh, it's not open yet. It's, it's days away from being able to be open, but you took me through and showed me some of the new accommodations there, and, and they're world-class. We, we just have to keep making it better than we did in the past. There it is. We you can see the building. It's on the right side of your TV screen for those of you watching us on the TV side. Yeah, for years. We never rest on what you're doing. Always try and make it better or make it the best you can make it and then try and improve on that the next year. And, and that's what's going on because that building was put here probably in the early 60s, mid-60s. And it had gone through renovations, but I mean, it just went through, as you saw yesterday, a total remodel. 
There's there's another piece of video too, Andrew, that we had. There it is. That's that's uh, Chalet Edelweiss behind the snowcats from yesterday. Remember the video that we had with the, with the, the the little child and, and uh, I think it was his mom that were, they were getting ready. You get there's a really good shot of the chalet from the outside because that's literally right outside our window. You can see exactly what we're looking at uh, from the video that we've uh, featured. So uh, it's just something to 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 keep in mind because you have you mentioned it to me the other night and the number stuck in my mind. You said you have over a hundred different lodging types, lodging types, and over thirty four hundred beds between the three properties. And then Incredible. and then we also have, I mean there's we almost match what's locally available. So I mean there are you know, well over 6,000 beds in the area, but we have 3,400 of them here and a hundred different rooms, whether you want lodging on, on the golf course or on the snow, whether you want a condo, uh, you know, the Inn at Bay Harbor, how many people have a Marriott autograph that they own? That's one of our lodging options. Um, So you choose what type from a standard room to, you know, a Marriott autograph to some of the new rooms at Boyne Mountain and Boyne Islands. Um, just great opportunity. I've been talking about it, I've kind of teasing about it to the audience for the whole week that we've been here about how and why now is a good time to get your bookings in and start to plan. How is the demand coming in for 22? Uh, more than we've ever seen in an early season like this. And, and I think part of the credit of that, I mean, we've worked hard. We've seen a resurgence in the Midwest. I think people that had, hadn't been here for a while had a chance to revisit and re- realize the experience that they can get maybe instead of, you know, flying to Bandon or, or going to Pinehurst, they realize it's in their own backyard. But I think the other thing that's really been a game changer for us during COVID and in a couple of years prior is Traverse City's airport's only about an hour away. Yes. And now there are directs from 17 major U.S. cities into. You guys we flew took out of direct, Orlando. Yeah, direct flight. And, and came right in in, what, two and a half hours? Yes. You were on exactly the ground was, yeah. and you had... In the easiest airport in the world to get into. Exactly. So it, it can be a meeting place for... You know, buddies, trips, whatever, women, couples to get together from our all bags over the were US. coming off before we could get over there, and it's only a short walk. Yeah, it's not. I mean, you're a hundred feet out to the parking lot. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was. It's just so easy and, and and so quick. To that point, if someone's interested in what, like you just mentioned, say a buddies trip, or if they have a bigger group that they want to bring in, or if it's just a couple of people. How do they plan all that? Is the best place to get started at BoeingGolf.com and then work with your professionals? Yes. I say, I mean, everything we book, we we don't just let you go online and book. It's too hard with 10 courses and three resorts. And I mean, the the drives are not far. It's 35, 40 minutes, maybe the farthest drive you could possibly have between courses. But we think you ought to work with an experienced agent. But I would say go to BoeingGolf.com, take a look, you know, on the site, get a little feel for it because you know, it's 10 courses, but it's not about a big two and a little eight. I mean, Josh talked about it earlier, how we keep the quality standards across, actually oh, the same, yeah. not just high, the yeah. same across all the courses. I was amazed by that with the, with the quality of the putting greens and the speed, which they were really fast. The speed on the, on the putting greens was consistent across every course that we played. And, and that's the standard, that there's about a half a stem point that they're allowed to vary from one to the other, even across properties, so that you have that consistent play. Once you come on and play around, you can go to the next course, and it's unless we have a tournament, and then we're going to juice it up. <laughs> there isn't much more you could do to some of them. They were that fast. But, but the goal was to be at 95% of tournament ready at any right. given time, and then to take it up that extra 5 or 10% whenever we need to. But, the, uh, but to your point, yes, call, take a look at the website, see all that we have to offer, but then let you know, talk to the experience agents because they're good at this. They, we don't let them on the phone right away. Uh, they're involved, all the uh, golf, anybody that handles golf has been working for us for years. So they know what type of lodging you're looking for and where the best place to put you. Cause the look and touch and feel you've stayed at all three properties. Yes. They're not the same. No, they're very distinctive with, with their character and their accommodations and all the rest. And we're going to see a Highlands this afternoon. You and know, some I, of the new rooms that we, some of the new lodging features we've changed at Point Highlands. And it seems like a consistent theme. Like every one of the three resorts here that we go to, there are new things that you're working on. Like you've got all kinds of stuff planned here at Boyne Mountain. Every year. And the same thing, uh, Boyne Mountain announced their 10-year plan back in early October, uh, their renaissance, and Boyne Highlands. Just last week, we had the announcement of their 10-year plan to 2030. Phew. Sustainability is important. We have a forever project going on company-wide for all 12 of our resorts um, to be carbon neutral by 2030. So uh, it, it, there's always something going on. When when you have these, 
demands, uh, pressures that, that are growing and growing, and it's, and it's, it's a wonderful problem to have. Uh, what are you seeing demographically in terms of where you're drawing the people that are coming to Boeing? Well, it goes right to where we talk about the markets changing. Okay, COVID had an impact um, and increased the number of people coming from Michigan yeah. a little bit. But surprisingly, we didn't lose as many people from the distant markets because they were trying to get out even in spite of COVID. Um, but we're seeing a lot of growth in the middle Atlantic and the eastern seaboard because to fly, you know, both DC airports, Philly, um, LaGuardia, and Newark all have direct flights. And it's an hour and 35 minute flight. And it was like, I think last summer it was 265 bucks. Wow. So when you look at this asset from, and again, I'm, I'm coming at it from a golfing perspective. We could talk for days about the skiing side of the business as well, if you please. But from a golfing perspective, your, your competitors are, around the country are going to be the, the likes of Pebble Beach and Bandon and Pinehurst. How does golfing in Michigan stack up against those experiences, A, and B, how does it stack up in terms of cost? Well, as far as experiences, I mean, there's a lot of great golf in Michigan. We like to think that we stay on the front side and we have some of the, the better or the best golf in Michigan. Yep. But everybody here keeps us working really hard. Some of our hardest people to attract are people out of Grand Rapids because they look at us and go, do you know how many courses I drive by that are great on my way to get to you? And, and it's true. Um, until they see the, the, the links up in the lake that looks like something out of Scotland, high up on the bluffs of the inland sea. Exactly. Because the, because of all, there's the, a shot of it. Look because that, of folks. all the varied experiences you can have, you can have the mountain course here where you have a 1.2 mile drive to play off of either the first tee boxes and play back down to deer Lake. You've got crooked tree and Bay Harbor all sit right along Lake Michigan, you know, and you've got the four great courses, you know, Hills 13 is one of our signature holes where you're looking out over 4,000 acres with about a 400 foot drop from your tee to your green. That's my favorite course. It's, I know, well, I love, you love Arthur Hills. It is. It's just my favorite. It's, just, it's such an incredible place. And, and those of you that are in the, with us on the TV side can see all the diff- different videos that we're running to keep you familiar with everything that's going on here. Now, to the, to the latter point, how does coming on a golf trip to Boyne compare to some of these other big destinations cost-wise? Well, this, this is where it really works out because we, we've got to be very competitive here, okay? And, and we are some of the more expensive golf in Michigan, but on a national level, we're inexpensive golf. All of Michigan really is whenever you take a look at our tee times versus what you pay for a tee time or a lodging. A lot of times, a reservation will have somebody call from California and they'll go, well, I want to play golf too. And we're like, no, it's included in a package. And their first word wow. is, we think we, we thought this was good golf. And we're like, wait till you get here. And then they're like, wow, I get great golf for this price. I was going to ask you about that latter point. How much of a, of a revelation is it? How much is it, is it an oh my gosh moment when people actually see these golf courses? Well, I, from the individual, whenever I host writers that go all over the place, they look at me and go, I never realized it was this good. I heard Michigan had good golf, but I never realized it was this good. Yeah, and, and I love the fact that we have an opportunity to spread this message about just how good it is, just how special it is. Now, this time of year, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring it up with you, too. It's such an incredible place to be. The snow is everywhere. The, everything is decked out for the holidays. There's a huge Christmas tree in the lobby right, of the hotel. The fire roars. This weekend's going to be a big one. Are you having the kids doing the carols and all the, all the traditional stuff? Well, this is open house weekend. I'm at the resort. So, yeah, it's, it's full Christmas and holiday spirit right through now and then, and then fully, in, fully engaged in the ski season into, you know, April. It's awesome. And, and I have to say, aside from everything else that, that you've done for us professionally here this week, a, a personal thank you because the amount of time that you've dedicated to Ashley and CJ on, on the slopes, Ken is a, a very accomplished skier and coach himself. And you've taken them step by step and helping them get used to that, that side of the world too. Well, I think I have to have the greatest job in the world because I went to work for Boyne 15 years ago after calling on them, doing different things with them. Went to work for him 15 years ago to do the ski marketing. So here I am now. I do the golf marketing rather than the ski. I get to ski more and golf more than I ever have. I get to host great individuals like you to help spread the news. And, um, and to work with somebody like CJ and Ashley was just great. Kind of took me back to my roots of, too many years ago. Yeah, but it was really cool. I mean, he literally he literally skis down the mountain backwards. He's so good at it. He goes down backwards so that he's making sure that they're doing what they need to do and they're having fun and being safe and 
and, and getting better. It's, it's absolutely incredible. And before we came on, you were barking at me that you were going to defend Dominic. What we, why would you need, what, what you made, reason? You made a comment when you were talking to Chef Jeff. Yes. And the comment was about Dominic is a, is a great cook and he's a foodie. Yes, that's but all he, true. But he's he doesn't picky, need to be defended for that. But he's picky. He is. Well, I, Dom, I'm going to stand up for you, buddy, because when you were here a couple months ago, I didn't see anything that you didn't like and didn't clean your plate on. Yeah, that's sure a, that that's, that's a fact. Before we before we even came back from commercial break, I was remembering food instead of the golf. I said, "Remember when we were in the steakhouse there at the inn, and we had that mushroom? It was like a roasted mushroom flatbread." And I was just salivating. Yes. I was like, "Oh, I remember that was so good. That was really good." And I was just sometimes I do that. Sometimes I just reminisce about like an appetizer this one time that I had. <laughs> you know, you guys don't do that. <laughs> and- we're but simple pirates, and, and I'm not positive that what you just said was defending Dom. You said you <laughs> He was being supportive. He's being was supportive. No at all. That's all. No irony He's right, yeah, being supportive. Wove it in there just a little bit. Uh, just to reiterate again, because I want to make sure that we cover probably the most important thing that we can talk about. Boingolf.com is the place to get started. Yes. And why is now the time? Well, the earlier you book... I mean, we've been booking 2022 since late August, early September. We have people that continue to come back. So it may seem like, oh, it's before Christmas. I have plenty of time. We see golfers booking earlier than they ever have. So it's shifting. It's, it, it's moving because people realize how challenging the last two years it's been to get a tee time or the lodging they want in a place that they really want to go. If they wait, yeah. So we see everybody moving ahead. We see people, the trend is people that used to book in spring or book in, you know, the people that used to book in January, we're putting a lot of those bookings on now in November and December. Wow. And, and one thing I can tell you for, for our part is that, when we did our fan trip up here just a couple of months ago now, a few weeks ago, uh, it, in the fall, it was gorgeous. We made a conscious effort to say to people, if your spouse, your significant other plays or doesn't play golf, it does not matter. There is so much to do here that, like Donna hosted a trip to Mackinac Island. When It's only 45 minutes from Boyne Highlands to be on the, or actually a half hour from Boyne Highlands to be on the dock to go to Mackinac Island, which is a magical place. Yeah, they did the horse-drawn carriage ride, and they went to the historical hotel. No cars. It's either walk, bike, or ride a horse-drawn carriage. Beautiful. And yesterday we were talking, we're going to take advantage of it today. There's there's the gymnasium, the yoga studio, the spa, all of that is here. It's the other building over because we're in the clock tower building right now, but we're going to be doing that coming up at starting around 10 o'clock this morning. So there's just so much to do here that we found that those that didn't play, he or she, if they didn't play golf at all, and and the spouse that did play uh, golf came on the trip, they they were not looking for things to do. There's so much. Well, no, I mean, it, between our three properties, so I said it's a 35-minute drive across, in that general area, you've got 14 wineries now. Really? Three breweries, two just. Two distilleries. Um, Pushing us in a very particular direction with, that, with all of that. But it's all, it's all there and it's we all We want available. you to relax after a round of golf or skiing. Well, you know, it's funny because I've got this, this thing on this, this whoop band and it, and it measures daily strain, which is a physiological measurement of, of stress on your body. Mm-hmm. And since I've been here, mine has been at like three, which just <laughs> shows you that when you get here, your stress goes down and you have the time of your life at whatever time of your life that you're here, whether it's in the winter time like we are or whether it's in the summer when you can take advantage of these 10 incredible and beautiful golf courses. Thank you so much for the hospitality. It's always great to see you and the family at this time of year, especially Matt. Really appreciate it. All right, we'll be back with more of the Fairways Life Show. I want to wrap it up with airtimes for when you can see Tiger play this weekend at the PNC Challenge as well as give you the results to the survey. Stay with us. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. 
guaranteed advanced tea times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles. And they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com It screams. It tracks. It's soft. It reacts. It is the Bridgestone Tour B with a game-changing reactive cover designed to spring faster off your driver and stick longer to your wedges. Try Bridgestone's Tour Bs. The Tour Ball reinvented. Even though we're in Texas, we don't believe that bigger is always better. At Ben Hogan Golf, we believe in something called micromanufacturing, a concept Mr. Hogan taught us long ago. It's a belief that handcrafting golf clubs one at a time to your exacting specifications is the reason we make some of the best quality and best performing equipment in the world. And we don't believe in big prices. That's why we only sell directly to you at BenHoganGolf.com. Let me ask you a question. Are you in pain on the golf course? You know, pain management is a crisis in America. It affects over 100 million people and 35% of golfers. But now we can do something about it. BioFit 360 is a new company here to help us manage and alleviate that pain naturally. They've developed a formula that safely extracts CBD from the hemp plant and utilizes all of its healing properties to help us. They have a relief cream, they have gummies, they have sleep aids, and much more. It will change the way you feel on the golf course and in life. All you need to do is head to BioFit360.com. Feel better, do better, be better. Streamsong is so special with three top 100 U.S. courses designed by four legendary architects. Tom Doak's Blue Course, Bill Core and Ben Crenshaw's Red Course, and Gil Hansen's Black Course. Secluded by thousands of acres, the greatest golf stories are lived, not told. Streamsongresort.com Created without the constraints of time or money, PXG Golf Clubs are the most technologically advanced available today. And they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know. PXG. Nobody builds golf clubs the way we do, period. Log on to pxg.com. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show. Pleasure to have your company from wherever around the globe that you guys are joining us today. It is always a joy to have your company. That's a live shot that you're looking at behind us. This was the shot from the other day, and that's that chalet Edelweiss that you can see behind us. And this is the one, this Edelweiss is, is where they have the rooms all redone, and it's really cool. Where It's not open yet. So it's j- days away from being open, but it's just an example of what Ken was talking about, that there are rooms available of all different types and varieties. So a number of different things I wanted to, I wanted to, to follow up on. Uh, first of all, we were talking about this PIP program, and I, and I read the, the article to you today. So, Don, my first question to you is this. Is that am I missing something, or why would the PIP program – why possibly would an organization that is owned by the players view that as something that in any way could be perceived as negative? You're asking why, why, why is why is there any negative perception around this? Is that the question? Yeah, the whole the whole context of that article was that that there's something nefarious in some way about it, and why I, I don't know what am I missing. I don't think you're missing anything. I think that, um, again, what's really odd about all of this is so much of what we talk about on this program sometimes is just in our own little parochial golf world. I, I, I don't think a general sports fan even knows that this program exists, let alone has an opinion on it. That being said, I, I think originally it was sort of billed as a response to these pop-up discussions about premier golf league and super golf league and 
and um, the Live Golf which Investments thing with Greg Norman and the Asian Tours late. Even but, even if it was but, the case, who cares? Well, again, I, what's weird about this is you and I have always tried to think, and and I think we are because we are golf fans. We're less concerned with how things are perceived and more concerned with how does this affect me as a golf fan? Like, what do I get to watch? When am I watching it? Who do I get to play? Uh, Who do I get to watch play? And you and I, I think, have always been on the same wavelength in the sense that Super Golf League, no golf league, pit program, no pit program. If I get to watch Brooks versus versus Bryson, if I get to watch golf on Wednesday night that I didn't get to watch before and I'm seeing these players play, if I get to watch Tiger Woods play in the PNC Championship, which is on the PGA Tour Champions, where, where am I losing here? I'm I'm not losing anywhere. I'm winning. I'm always winning. It's like as you say, it's a buffet. And so while these programs have some impact, the impact on the golf fan, I think, is exclusively positive. And so I just what well, again, from I don't a golf get it. Fan's if, perspective, if there is out, nothing negative here. If we found out that another league, say the NFL, had a system that they put in place, the league put in place, that rewards the most popular players in the NFL because of this all different metrics and levels of engagement. Why would anybody care? What? Wh- why would that be something viewed as negative? That And if it causes players to engage with fans even more, I don't get how this, how this is negative. And even if, if, ever, if everyone goes, oh, wait a minute, we know what's going on here. This is about keeping Tiger engaged, and this is about keeping these other competitive leagues at bay. So what? It's still a business. Who cares if, if that's the case? Now, the one thing I would say is I, do, I would like to know, just out of curiosity, just from a fan's perspective, I would like to know who wins what. So anyway, that, those are my thoughts on, on the pit. We'll see well, how we're going to find it, that out. That will, I mean, they're not, the PGA Tour is not going to make it public, quote-unquote, but everything becomes public at some point. Someone will leak something, and we will get the list. The only, the only part of the program, if you're talking, again, specifically about the little golf space that we're operating in, yeah. that I think is a little wonky, is their system for determining that person that they claim to be unbiased. I'm not so sure how unbiased that is. An example well, is, you know, Nielsen ratings, which is TV coverage. If Patrick Cantlay is in second place or he's winning a golf tournament, but Jordan Spieth's in eighth place or 10th place, Jordan Spieth will get more airtime than Cantlay, even though place. that's undeserved. So is Fowler. That's just how it goes. They're, they're players Correct. that have... Correct. The- and so, yeah, it, so those people are going to get more airtime, which, again, the claim is unbiased, but that's clearly not the case. So there's a little bit of weirdness in terms of how they're structuring that. But again, from a golf fan's perspective, they don't care. And they're happy that they're getting more of everything. I don't see any problem with it. It's, it and it's, it's no different than me than when you have a leaderboard and you have 10 players all tied, say, tied for the lead, right? And television will take the 10 players and if it's if it's Phil Mickelson and Rory McIlroy you're going to see the list of popularity and because they'll change that leaderboard based upon the big names to put them at the top that's not the traditional way that leaderboards are done or supposed to be done and I know it drives some traditionalists crazy because leaderboards your position in a leaderboard is based upon your finish what time we you do physically that on this program at. We do that on this program. When I on Monday on Monday mornings when we're recapping events, we have to build our leaderboards. I can't put fifty people in there. The graphic doesn't take that. So the person in twelfth place who's tied with eight people, I have to make a decision. Okay, uh, Bob, listening to this show, whoever you are, do you want to just see whoever's next in line, or are you interested in where Ricky Fowler finished? And odds are that person is more interested in seeing where Ricky finished than just the next person in line. So you make a judgment call. And again, you Not may disagree problem. with that, but that's just. No, no. Well, I, I don't know who disagrees with Tom, that. I'm just saying that's way to. David, maybe? <laughs> All those guys. All right. PNC uh, championship uh, with Tigers will be playing. I'm going to give you the air times in just a second. First, I want to show you what the teams actually will be because there is a compelling reason to watch this event and, and all due respect to Tiger, whether Tiger was there or not. There's Bubba, uh, David Duval with his, with his boy. Uh, a Gary Player is with one of his grandsons. Henrik Stenson in the event with Carl. Uh, Jim and Tanner. The Tanner is his, his uh, 
Jim's son, uh, John Daly, the second that you've, you've heard a lot from with his dad over the years, defending champions, the Thomases, uh, Lee and Daniel Trevino, uh, Mark and his son, Sean, who finished, I believe, tied for third last year, uh, Matt uh, and, and Cameron Kucher, Nellie Corder and her father, Peter, are playing, which I think is awesome that they're in the field. Nick and Matthew Faldo, who have played and played well for years, uh, Nick Price and his son, Greg, same, uh, Padraig and Patty. Harrington, Rich Beam is in it this year with his boy Michael Stewart Sink and Reagan. So instead of carrying the bag for dad, he's playing alongside of him. Uh, Tom Lehman and Sean, Tom Watson and his boy Michael, Tiger Woods, of course, and Charlie Woods and VJ and Cass Singh are all in the field. As to air times, here is when you can get the coverage of the PNC Championship. Bearing in mind, Tiger is talking to the media on Friday. We will have Tiger's comments for you across the Fairways of Life platform, so keep an eye out for that. However, we have just learned from Golf Channel that they are featuring a special Pro-Am show from 1230 to 230. All these times are Eastern on Friday, so you're going to be able to see how Tiger and the rest of the field are getting along. Saturday from 1230 on Peacock at 130 on Golf Channel, 230 on NBC. Sunday, 11 a.m. on Peacock. The Peacock airings are also new. Uh, noon on Golf Channel and 1 p.m. on NBC. Don't forget, in the coming days, we're going to have a huge announcement for you about what we are doing in 2022, which we are super excited about. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, Fairways of Life on YouTube, and you will be the first to hear and see what we have in store for all of you for 2022. We're very close to being able to announce this, and we're super excited about what we have in store. So don't forget, Friday, you're going to hear from Tiger on Fairways of Life's platforms. Uh, In the coming days, you're going to get an announcement from us about everything that we have in store for the year that lies ahead. We're making another huge jump in terms of what we do and how we do it, and we're super excited about sharing the experience with all of you. However, this will be our last live show for the rest of 2021 as we're going to enjoy the holiday season this festive period with our families and all of our staff will as well so thank you to dom and thank you to andrew and thank you to john and wes and uh, thank you to donna and thank you to ken for helping us up here this week at boyne thank you mostly to all of you for all of your loyalty and all of your support and allowing us to continue to do what we absolutely love to do and to share the experience with all of you. Happy holidays, one and all. We will be back with you again in earnest in 2022. And keep your eye out. Subscribe, as I mentioned, to our YouTube channel so that you get the announcement first about what we have in store for you in 2022. Until then, folks, goodbye for now.